to the Stepping Up Become Who You Are Meant to Be podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Gingrich, and I'm so excited to have you here with me today. So today's episode is a special one. I did a live workshop on creating more time as a working mom recently, and I just wanted to share the audio with you. During the workshop, I went through the six steps that I used myself in order to create more time as a working mom, and it is not you know, I want to preface this. This is not about, you know, creating a to-do list. I don't talk about task lists and anything like that or multitasking. I talk to you about defining your priorities and learning to understand what is most important to you so that you can spend your time doing the things that matter most. And when you do that, that is where you end up creating more time because now you're able to take your focus to the things that matter most. So that is what this workshop is all about. And yes, I talk about being a working mom, but this is also relevant if you're not a working mom and you just are looking to create more time in your day. And I hope you enjoy it. I'm just going to head right into it. So here are here is the creating more time as a working for a working mom workshop. And at the end, I do talk about my eight week coaching program, group coaching program that is starting in January. So please know that that is still open if you would like to join me in the program. The bonuses are not available, but the program still is and the website is still up. So if you are interested in joining me in January to create an amazing 2019, go ahead and check out more information about the program and you can always reach out to me personally. Okay, here's the workshop. Hello and welcome to the Creating More Time as a Working Mom live workshop. I am so excited to have you here and to be a part of this workshop. I am going to be delivering some really, really awesome value and I'm so super excited to share all of this information. So this is going to be my six steps to how I created more time as a working mom and I'm going to share with you what I did right and what I did wrong to create more time in my life so that you can do it the right way without the missteps that I made, and you can do it a whole lot quicker than I did. So I am Nikki Gingrich. I am the founder and owner of Stepping Up, Become Who You Are Meant to Be, and welcome. We're going to head right into it today. So you are in the right place. If you are a working mom, you're tired, you're overwhelmed with all of the ever-growing tasks that are coming to your to-do list, you are exhausted at the end of the day, you are just wishing and dying for a break, just one simple break, you are not keeping up with that to-do list with all of those tasks that are coming at you, you are not keeping up with them. You're missing emails at work. You're completely missing emails. You're even missing meetings. And I was there with you. I remember there was a time right after my first maternity leave where I missed the same meeting twice. I missed it. I rescheduled it. I missed it again. So been there, done that. Don't worry. You're not alone. Or you find yourself, and maybe, and or you find yourself sneaking out of work early to get to your kids. Whether it's a sick kid, you have a sporting event, you have an activity, or maybe you just want to leave a little bit earlier and go spend some time with your kids in the afternoon when it's still nice out and it's still sunny and the sun hasn't set yet. So if you're getting those side eyes from your colleagues and your coworkers, this is what we're going to talk about today. You are in the right place. So here is what we are going to talk about and here's what you're going to walk away with after this training. You're going to find ease with your tasks so that you can actually end up being more productive with your time. You're going to learn how to end your day satisfied so that you can relax at night 
and maybe even enjoy some time with your spouse. Maybe enjoy a Netflix show without falling asleep on the couch. I know that's a huge feat. You can be more present at work. You're no longer missing those emails. You're not missing those meetings. And then you're receiving accolades for the work you're doing. People are starting to see what you are doing. You are stepping up and standing up for yourself and you're asking for more flexibility at your work. So you can maybe sneak out a little bit earlier without those side eyes from your colleagues, or maybe you're still getting the side eyes, but you know that you're allowed to go do it and you're not rushing out the door. You're not waiting till the very last minute so that no, maybe nobody will notice. And then you're driving like a bat out of hell to pick up your kids. So this training is not for you if you are someone who has everything together and you are completely organized. You've got little post-it notes for everything. You never miss a minute. You never miss a field trip. You never miss a fundraiser. You are on it. You don't need to be here. Your kids are showing up to their activities, their sports, whatever it is. They're dressed, they're fed, and they're ready with a pretty little smile on their face. You are not running through the door, throwing them their clothes, rushing them to get changed. Or you're in the wrong place. If you're excited to go to work, you show up on time without a problem, and you kind of leave whenever you feel like it. You have this little bit of freedom. This might not be the right place for you. Or you get easily upset or offended when somebody gives you 60 minutes of free content, which I'm about to do, and then makes an offer at the end. So I'm going to give you a ton of information today. You can take it or leave it. And then, yes, I'm going to make an offer to you at the end of all of this because if you want more than this training offers, I want to be able to give that to you. So this is not for you. If you are any of those things, it's totally okay if you head out now. But if you're here and you're hanging around and you stay till the end, I've got some really good rewards for you. So I'm going to be talking about my Stepping Up, Become Who You Are Meant to Be program after I go through the training. If you stay on, I would be offering normally four coaching calls. I'm going to give you two extra one-on-one -on -one coaching calls and the free Money Mindset Workshop. So you're going to get it for free, the Money Mindset Workshop that Aaron Miller and I did recently. So you're going to get that recording, which is chock full of all sorts of information on money mindset and breaking through your money blocks. And we share some really personal stories on how to really break through how you view money. So those you will get if you hang out till the end. So who am I? <clears throat> Excuse me. Who am I? Who is this woman that's going to be talking to you for the next hour, sharing a bunch of information about herself? So I am a mom of two boys. They're there in that picture. That was probably, I don't know if this was, I think that was last summer. I like to go by their haircuts. Their hair is pretty long. But they are five and three, almost six. The five-year-old will be six in a week. I'm married to my husband, Ryan. We just celebrated our 10-year anniversary this year, which is a huge year. I am someone who's been on a constant search for purpose in life. Um, remember when I was graduating college, I ended up wanting to go into nonprofit because I wanted my work to have meaning. And I remember saying that, going, I'm going to go into nonprofit after doing an internship because I want the work that I do to serve a purpose. I don't want to just go to work to go to work. That was never my intention. From, from the ripe old age of 21, I knew um, what I was going to be doing all day long needed to have purpose behind it. <clears throat> so I worked in nonprofit for 11 years, and I continue to be a nonprofit consultant. So I am going to share with you how I pivoted my career multiple times from full-time to part-time, back to full-time, to creating side hustles while working full-time, and then finally to busting loose and becoming an entrepreneur. I went from working full-time, a nine-to-five, that included nights, weekends, and some traveling throughout the year, to being an entrepreneur, and I'm going to share that full journey with you, and just seriously on a constant search to really find 
myself and my happiness. And my children were really the kickstart to get my butt into gear to really start doing that. So when I was, became a mom, oops, when I became a mom, my search for work-life balance became a true obsession. I was dealing with an unpaid maternity leave and that was really where it all started. So I knew I was going out on maternity leave. You know, you kind of go into your first one and you're like, I don't really know what this entails. But then you go in and you realize, oh, wow, if I went 12 weeks, it's not going to be paid. And that is for, you know, the majority of us that live in the United States. So maybe for some of you, you're working for a really awesome company and they really take care of you. But I believe for the majority of us, we are looking at 12 weeks unpaid. I remember when I saw that and I totally freaked out. I decided I would ask if I could work from home while I was on leave. And I wish I knew where that inspiration came from, but honestly, I have no idea. So I worked, I did some research, I put some stuff together, I put together this proposal and it included um, a limited schedule. So I would work so many hours, you know, weeks six and seven, so many, I would increase those hours, weeks eight and nine, and then 10, 11, and then 12. I increased the hours so that I would increase my pay. I went through and figured out, here's my yearly pay. Here's about what I get paid per hour. I really broke it down. I kind of made it a no-nonsense proposal. Again, I really wish I knew where that inspiration came from. But they went for it, and I couldn't believe they went for it. And I was like, this is amazing. So that moment, that really was my first step in taking action towards making life as a working mom something that was important to me and really kind of finding that balance and saying, what does this look like for me? And then while I was on maternity leave, finding tribe is so, so super important. Tribe and community. I immediately joined, hesitantly actually joined a mom's group where I met some of my closest friends within that group. Erin Miller, who if you sign you saw her name earlier, we did the money mindset workshop together. We met as new moms uh, through Monday morning moms, this local breastfeeding moms group. And it just changed my world, finding tribe and finding community. I was actually exclusively pumping for my son who didn't want to breastfeed naturally. So I exclusively pumped for a whole year, which brings on a whole nother set of challenges. And I found a tribe there as well of other moms who were doing the same thing and just kind of banding together and saying, oh my God, I'm not alone in this world. And that was so, so huge for me, especially being a new mom and really navigating what I was, you know, this new world that I was living in. And when I was home on maternity leave, so I had worked out this really beautiful schedule. I was going to be able to work from home. I was still going to get paid. Thank God. But when I was home, I was still kind of dreading going back to work. I commuted an hour each way to that job and I knew I needed to find something else. So immediately while I was on maternity leave, I started searching for new jobs and basically full-time jobs that were closer to home. Nothing came through while I was on maternity leave. I returned to work and I was to say the least absolutely miserable. I didn't want to be there. I was upset. I, I also knew I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom either. So this is where my dilemma came in, where I wanted to work, but I needed to work closer to home and I needed something that fit my schedule better and just made me feel better. Like I just was miserable every day going into work. So I did my research a little bit more this time and I put together a proposal to work from home two days a week. And I had really high hopes because they went for the first one. I was like, oh my God, this is going to be a breeze. I laid it out. I put everything that I thought they could have asked questions about onto paper and it was denied. It was denied. I put the proposal and I remember I worked at a school at the time and the principal told me that they weren't going to uh, accept it, that this wasn't something that they were going to do. 
And I walked back to my office and I was in tears and I just went, I got to do something. And I remember a job that I had looked at while I was on maternity leave was part-time. So here's my first transition to part-time work. And I just, out of the blue, literally just took inspired action. And I was like, what about that job? I'm just going to follow up with them. And I sent the woman an email and won't you know it, that the woman that they had hired wasn't working out and they were in the process of looking for somebody else. And I must have emailed at the exact right moment. And they were like, yes, come on in for an interview. I got the job and I transitioned. I actually still really smile when I think about how happy I was to have that opportunity. So I interviewed for the job. My son was six months old and it was exactly what I needed. I, it was the flexible schedule. I was still working. I was still in the nonprofit field and I knew I could transition out when I was ready. After a year, I hadn't anticipated transferring out after a year, but I went, ended up going back to full-time and not because I had to, but because I wanted to. And, and I was honestly ready. I'd been approached about the job and I had actually had a few months to really think about and discern whether it was something I wanted or not. And in the end, I knew it was a good fit and I went for it. Immediately after starting that position, I got pregnant again. Now it was planned, but it is quite a way to kind of start a new job. Like, hey, how are you? I'm, I'm pregnant. So there's my first year. Not going to be here all the time. And then when my unpaid maternity leave uh, was approaching again, I asked for the same schedule that I had the last time at my last job. And they went for it too. And what was really interesting was they were like, nobody's ever asked for this before. So I kind of felt like I was like on the cutting edge of something like nobody's asked for this. Like, great. Um, And then I actually had another coworker who was pregnant at the same time and her son was um, born a few months after mine. And she actually ended up having the same schedule. So it was just, you know, I was kind of really proud of that to be completely honest with you. And it was nice. It was really nice to have. Then for the first time in about three years, I finally had a complete year of full-time work with, full, with a full-time paycheck. So between you know my two kids, I finally had that full year. And it felt really good at first. And then by the time the second year, that second full-time year was rolling around, things were starting to shift. I was starting to shift. That's really when I started leaning into looking in for a side hustle. My oldest started getting involved in activities, so we had to pick them up and take them places at night after, after daycare, um, and I was just more tired than ever, and I was traveling more than I had before. My job had started to shift a little bit, and I was exhausted. I was tired. I was craving something more. I was ready. I was ready for that next pivot and shift, and I knew what I was doing now wasn't aligning with me, so I signed up for my first ever business coach and dove into the possibility of a side hustle, and hoping it would turn into full-time work. And this was really just the beginning for me. And over the next few years, I continued to fall more and more out of alignment. And my side hustle wasn't what I wanted to be. I wasn't where I wanted to be. And I was in this constant search for something. And I had true shiny, shiny object syndrome. And I would go for whatever said it would get me out of the hole I was in quickly. And what I learned is that none of it worked, is that quick fixes didn't work. And chasing the next big thing wasn't serving me. And that's one minute, baby. I have a home with a sick kid. You need water. Here you go. Well, you're going to have to wait till I'm done, buddy. Okay. Okay. Fine. Mine's good enough. Um, And then that's when I found myself on this personal development journey. And it forced me to dive deep into what I wanted out of life. And that's where I'm going to go. As we kind of talk about creating that time, I'm going to take you on that journey with me. So, Fast forward to today, I've created my own business, which means I can create my own schedule. 
I've never been more in alignment with who I am and what I'm doing more than I am today. And I have more time and not just because I'm working from home. I like I'm home, I'm working, but I have more time than I thought was possible because I've taken control of my time. And that's what I'm going to share with you. So now understanding how my time and managing my energy has changed my life. I am an entrepreneur. I am so many things. I get to pick my kids up from school when I want to. Like that was one of my core values. I, and which I'm going to talk about is what do I want? I want to be able to pick my kids up from school. I want to be able to take them to their after school activities. Those were things I was craving from the job I had and I wasn't getting them. And another big piece for me was creating a morning routine. Morning routine for me is key. It's something that's always been a part of my life. But when I really created that morning routine where it served me, both not just physically, because it really started for me as working out in the morning, but it served me mentally and spiritually and physically, I could start my day off on the right foot. And I still, working from home, have my morning routine and it still serves me in those same ways. So my, truly my entire life changed the moment I chose to focus on my needs as a working mom. When I chose to look at myself and what I needed, I was able to find the time that I've always wanted. So trust me, if I can do this and make these shifts and these changes, then you can do it too. And this isn't about telling you you need to be an entrepreneur and you will learn that as we go through this workshop. It is about figuring out what works for you. This is what works for me. I am not a guru and I am not a career coach. But I do know what it's like to go through this journey as a working mom. And I have found more flexibility in my schedule. And I have gotten to give in priority to the things that matter to me. But I am still a working mom, simply trying to figure out what to make for dinner tonight. Which, by the way, no idea what we're having for dinner tonight. Anyway, just thought I'd put that out there. A couple of things to keep in mind as I go through this workshop. Get out of your own way. We stop ourselves from doing things so, so, so often. We talk ourselves out of it. We let fear and we let things that we're afraid of and fear and doubt really stop us from, from making changes and making shifts. This is about taking action. Even just one teeny tiny action, one baby step is going to get you there. And remember, perfection truly is your enemy. Done is always better than perfect. And every time you take action, it breeds clarity. So action breeds clarity. When you take the action, then you start to learn a little bit more about you, what you want and what you don't want. And that's how my journey was. This big journey from full-time to part-time to full-time to side hustle to entrepreneur. Every time I took a different step, I learned something. And we're going to make sure that you develop your priorities first. Those are first and foremost. And then you can go and make the decisions and take the action that you want to take. So here are we're in it. We're ready. Here we go. Here are the six steps to creating more time as a working mom. Step one, develop, determine your values and priorities. Two, describe your dream day and life. Three, who are you in that dream life? Four, how do you feel? Five, what obstacles are, st are stopping you? What is getting in your way? And number six is all about taking action. And this Going through these steps is how you are going to create more time as a working mom. Oh, my foot just fell asleep. All right, step number one, determining your values and priorities. I picked up Brene Brown's books, the book, I haven't read, this is the only one I've read. There, will, there are others on my to-do, to-read list. But the gifts of imperfection were huge for me. So, 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 so huge for me. Um, it just allowed me to kind of, you just start to accept yourself. 
you let go. Literally, if you look at her subtitle, it's let go of who think you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. This is all about who you are. So determining your core values. What's a priority for you? What is important to you? What makes a difference in your life? What do you want to be? And how do you want to be as a working mom? So for me, that meant picking my kids up from school at 3 p.m. and not putting them in extended care. That was super important to me. It meant being at all of their activities, oh, 90% of their activities. It meant it being their activities, you know, it meant volunteering at school when I could, being at their school parties if I could be there, making sure I could go to their Christmas concert that's in the middle of the day. Those things are important to me. They might not be, those might not be the values you have, but that's what's important to me. So if you read or if you've read anything, any Rachel Hollis's book, Girl, Wash Your Face, she actually talks about how she doesn't, she is not that volunteer mom. She doesn't care if she's sitting on the sideline of every single soccer game. That is not a priority for her. And for her, that is owning who she is. So this isn't about being who you think you're supposed to be as a working mom. Are you supposed to be the mom who's show whatever that ideal that you think you're supposed to have? And I think we all have our stories of how we envision how we should be. So there's this great exercise, um, the, the I am exercise is what I've called it. I don't know if there's an actual title to it, but you go through and you just write down, you use the words I am and you write down everything that you would describe yourself. I am positive, negative, whatever it is. And you just brain dump and write it all down. So throughout these six steps, I want you with pen and paper, maybe not right now at this moment, but over the next week, week and a half, I really want you taking time to take these questions and write everything down because there is so much value in putting pen to paper. I am exercise. I am. What are you? How do you view yourself? And then I am not. So I am. I am not. I am not worthy. I am not a good mom. I am not whatever it is you are telling yourself. I want you to write it all down and then really look at it. And then really look at this exercise and go, I don't want to be this. I do want to be this. Who are you really? And who do you want to be? Because you can change these stories that you've told about yourself and you can shift them to be what you want. So you write down how, what you feel you are. I am, I am not. And then I want you to kind of take the ideal and say, this is what I want to be. This is what I want to say to myself. I am a good mom. I am a good employee. Maybe there's a promotion you want. I am whatever that title is. I write it all down. This is just step one, ladies, just step one. Step number two, we're going to describe your dream day and your dream life. This is all about big picture, dreaming big. What do you want? Your ideal, you have all of the money in the world. You can have anything you want. What does your day look like? I want you to write down your day from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep. If you could live in an ideal world, what does that day look like? You wake up. Who's there? What are you doing? Who are you with? Who are you? Where are you? So you wake up in your house. Where are you living? What does your house look like? What does your bathroom look like? What do you wake up? You go and make breakfast in the kitchen. What's your, you're going to work out. Where are you going to work out? Are you going to a certain studio? Are you going to the gym? Are you working out at home? That morning routine. Are you, you know, what are you making for breakfast? What coffee are you putting in the coffee maker? What tea are you having? Literally break it down into these little details and then just write your day out, you know, pieces of the day. In the morning, I do this. 
And then I go do this. And then I go to work and this is what I'm doing at work. Or maybe you work from home and this is what it looks like from home. And my husband is doing this and he is with me and my kids are here and they're doing this and they're, you know, I'm going to their practice or I'm going to their show at night and I'm going to meet the teacher night or I'm volunteering in the classroom, whatever it is, write it down. And I really, truly, truly, this can be hard, but to dream big because sometimes it can feel silly. You know, I want to live in a big giant mansion and I want it to have the, who cares? It is what you want. It is, this is about you. And this is how you get your time back by realizing what you want out of life. And what do you want your life to look like? This is, and all of these steps are going to build on each other and you will see how it will talk, all talk about creating time, but know what you want, know what you want your day to look like. And that is going to guide you. Even if don't anticipate it's going to happen overnight. I'm telling you, I had shiny object syndrome. I was, I wanted the next big thing that was going to flip things around in an instant. And it's okay if it doesn't happen in an instant. That's what the baby steps are for. So your dream life, write it down. What does it look like? I really hit that button hard. Step three, write down who you are. So you've written down the actual steps that you're taking in your day, but I want you to think about you. So you've written about who you're with, maybe your spouse, your kids, your boss, you maybe you're the boss, the employees that work for you, whatever it is. Now, who are you? Who are you as a person? What do you read? What books are you reading? What are you listening to? Are you listening to podcasts? If you are listening to podcasts, who are you listening to? And maybe if you don't know who, maybe what are the subjects that you're listening to? What are the topics you're listening to? Are you watching TV? What are you watching on TV? Describe your best self. Who are you? You are someone who, you know, for me, so again, back to Brene Brown, who are you supposed to be? This is about embracing who you are. I'm going to share with you who I am and I want you to look at who you are. Are you... So for me, I'm someone who works out four to five days a week. I read self-development books. Every now and then I mix in a good, you know, horror story or, you know, I threw Harry Potter in there for a while, but just kind of find some fun, lighthearted stories. I am taking vacations with my family. We are going on vacations. We own a home in Estes, Estes Park, Colorado. We have cabins that we own in Estes Park. So that's more of step two, but who am I? So I'm someone who reads books on personal development. I'm someone who listens to podcasts and I listen to entrepreneurial podcasts and I listen, I watch TV. What TV do I watch? Well, right now I'm watching Hallmark Christmas movies because it's the Christmas season, but who are you? What are you doing? I'm volunteering at the school. So write down your best self. Who are you? These are, these are such important, important steps. Step number four, now, this one goes so much deeper. So you've written down your dream day. You've written down who you are. Now I want you to write down how you feel. We're going to go inside. We're going to go in ourselves right now to talk about how we feel. Do you feel happy, confident, grateful, positive, uplifting, spirited, energetic, peaceful, loving? What, what are the, and these are emotions, e just think about your emotions. Close your eyes and picture your dream life, your dream day. How does it feel? Do you feel happy? Where do you feel that in your body? So for me, a lot of times when I feel about it, I feel it, you know, in my heart and I feel a lightness and a happiness in my heart, or I feel it in my gut. A lot of my intuition comes from my gut and it's just, it's this light, easy, truly happy feeling of, of flow and ease. And this is just how I want to live my life. 
So how do you feel in that dream life, that dream day? What is that like for you? And really tapping into those emotions. So like I said, these exercises probably, and I don't recommend you do them, try to sit down and do them in a 20-minute period. These might happen over a course of a few days. And that's okay because that means you're going to dive even deeper and you're really going to get to where you want to be and what that's going to look like for you. So who are you? What are you doing in that day? What are you doing in your dream day? Who are you and how do you feel? And again, sitting with that visualization, find some quiet time, right? Maybe it's a few days after you've written down what your dream day looks like and reread it and then close your eyes and envision it and then feel how that feels within your body and write those emotions down. Step number five. Okay. So we've written down our ideal life and this is where you're going to look at it and go, what's in my way? I can't have this life because I can't quit my job because what are the things standing in your way? Is it your current job? Is it your boss? Is it your schedule? Is your job keeping you from being at school activities that you want to be at, which is where I was. My job, I had to be at my job until 4.30 in the afternoon. My kids got out of school at 3. There, was, there wasn't a way I could pick them up at 3 o'clock without really shifting my schedule. So what is keeping you from having that dream life? Is it money? Many times it's money. And you're going to want that money mindset workshop because we talk all about money blocks. I had huge money blocks, you know, leaving a full-time job and going into entrepreneurship, not an easy decision to make, especially financially. So how do you, what are those obstacles? We're not going to, step number six is taking the action steps, but number five, I want you to just write them down. The first step is truly identifying what's keeping you there. What are you scared of? What are you afraid of? What is stopping you? This is where you're at. Number six, taking action. Okay, this is where we're going to go back. And I told you when we did this training, this wasn't going to be about tasks and to-do lists because once you identify who you are and what you want out of life, then you can prioritize. But you can't prioritize until you know what you truly want and where you want your life to be. So that's what this training is all about. So now let's talk about taking action. Taking action. What can you do today, today to be that person you identified in step number three? So step number three, who are you? What books are you reading? What are you listening to? What are you watching on TV? How can you be that person? Go pick out a book that's on the topic that you think that that future version of you reads. Listen to a podcast. Watch a, you know, an inspiring show. Whatever it is, be that person because those are steps you can take today to be there. How can you feel the emotions you identified in step number four? So when you envisioned that life, when you closed your eyes and you pictured it, and what did you feel within your body? That happy, that confident, that gratefulness, that for me, that flow and ease. Well, okay, how can I feel happy now? What makes me happy in this moment that I'm living in right now? Is it my kids? Is it you know, doing something for me? Is it taking five minutes in the morning to enjoy a cup of hot tea or hot coffee by myself? Is it working out? Is it exercising? What is it? For me, for me, it's actually all of those things. But <laughs> it's volunteering in my kid's school. I can do that now. I couldn't do that before. So finding my happiness before was creating that morning routine that made me feel happy, that gave me flow and gave me ease. It was working out. It was going, for me, going to bar three. It was making time to do that. And before when I was working full-time, it was only going to bar three on the weekends. 
but I was still going and it still made me feel good. So now I can go more often, but what was I doing beforehand? I was just going when I could and finding that, that drive and finding that how you can create those emotions now. And then what actions can you take today towards that day, that dream day or that dream life? So you're starting to become that person you want to be making the time for that, creating those priorities. Okay. The person I want to be reads books. Okay. How can I create time in my day where I'm reading books? Okay. Well, I'm reading every night, three nights, maybe three nights a week, every night before bed for 15 minutes, or I'm going to read a chapter of this book for the next week, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be big, but you're, you're going to be making time for your priorities. So what are your priorities? And then what actions can you take today towards those dreams? So So you have your dream day, your dream life, whatever that looks like for you. So again, I'm going to go back to me because I can't talk about where you are or what you want, but I can talk to you about my journey and creating my schedule. And I wanted more flexibility in my schedule. So what could I have done? I, my work was shifting and I was getting more and more added onto my plate. So what I did was I actually created a proposal for a brand new position in our office. And I honestly didn't care if that position fell under me or if it fell under anybody else, but it was a priority. And I knew this would alleviate a lot off of my plate so that I could be a better employee and really focus on the things that were important to me and my job. So what could you do today to take those actions towards your dream life? And if that involves work, is it talking to your boss about your schedule? just opening up those lines of communication? Is it putting together a proposal for a new employee? Is it doing your research to have a paid maternity leave? What, what does it involve? And this is a lot where tribe and research come in. So what are those action steps you can take today towards that dream life? And remember, it's not about the big steps. It's about the baby steps, the small step you can take today. What is it? Where are you? All right, here we go. I'm going to get a little down and dirty with you here. So I went through the six steps and you've nailed down your priorities, your core values, what you want your dream life to look like. You've thought about how you could take action. I'm going to give you a little tidbit on my journey as I was going through this, the do's and don'ts that I learned while I was using these steps. Now, these steps for me didn't come consecutively like I'm giving them to you. personal growth and personal development. And it just, it took a lot of time for me to get there. And while I was going through this journey, it wasn't easy. I was drumming up a lot of emotions. It was really hard for me. So I'm going to go through the don'ts first, and then I'm going to go through the do's because I think the do's are pretty obvious, but I'm going to, I want to talk to you about the don'ts because that was a huge piece for me of when I was leaving, when I had left my job, the months prior were very rocky. So don't just take your time, like sneaking out early to pick up your kids and not saying anything to anybody. This is what I did. I got so frustrated with where I was and how things weren't shifting and things weren't changing that I literally closed off the communication with my colleagues, with my supervisors, with my boss. I closed it off and I was just so wrapped up in the emotions that I was feeling that I was really having a hard time detaching from the emotions of what I wanted and actually the logical steps of how to get there. So I wasn't thinking about taking the action steps. I was really just diving in through all of the emotions. And I don't want you to do that. That's why I want you to be able to take those priorities and those core values and then really line out the obstacles that are in your way and how you can take the action steps to get there. Because that step, I'm telling you, that is not a step I took. (laughs) 
And I learned a really hard lesson doing that. Now I'm where I am now, thankfully, this is where I need to be, but I could have had a much simpler transition had I not, you know, just opened the lines of the communications. And this goes along with it, demanding time of saying, I want this time because don't demand, be open, be open to compromise. That's over on the, the do side, be open to compromise with your boss. And that's where I feel like I did things right when I was putting together the proposals and putting together research and really locking in what I wanted things to look like. And yes, I put a proposal in for an additional employee, but when it didn't happen and they didn't hire that person, I got frustrated and I let my, you know, emotions are good, but in those circumstances, I needed to communicate much better. So don't close yourself off from your colleagues, your coworkers, or even your family. Don't close them off, clue them in into what you are working through and what you are going on and what is happening because they will be able to work with you. And that's, that's where the beauty happens in the communication. So make sure you're asking for help. Do your research, research other companies that have had this. And you know, it's funny when I was doing the research the first time around for a flexible schedule, I don't feel like there was anything out there for me. This was almost five, six years ago and five years ago, five and a half years ago. And you go now and it's a whole different story. Like being able to work from home is so much easier. Now I could actually, when I was on my second maternity leave, I connected to my computer from home. I paid a hundred bucks out of pocket for me because I didn't want to put them out out of pocket for me so that I could access my computer from home. And I wasn't just checking into email. I was actually going in and logging into my computer. I could see everything, all of the files that were on my computer. And a lot of offices do that now. My husband does that. He has his VPN access and he can access from home everything that he can do at his office, which is sometimes good and sometimes bad. But when you're looking for a flexible schedule, it truly comes in handy. Um, and of, of course, I can't think of the name of the company now, but um, I'm also going to recommend if you are looking for a flexible schedule to read The 4-Hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss. That was a book that really catapulted me into realizing that, oh, you don't have to work 40 hours a week and be successful. That, you know, that really gave me the possibility of working from home and that flexibility pattern. So four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss. I highly recommend it. Make sure you're talking to others, keeping those lines of communication open, putting together a full proposal with all the potential questions that might be asked. And if you know your bosses, your supervisors, your colleagues, whoever they are, if you know, can kind of dive into their personality a little bit, whether you do Myers-Briggs or you're doing something, you know, the love languages, the five love languages, whatever it is, if you can kind of tap in and assess, here's the questions I would ask, but let me put myself in their shoes. What are they going to ask? So I'm very much a feeler. I'm I feel with my emotions. I'm an extrovert. I'm a dreamer. I dream big. But when it comes to logistics and analyzing, that's really where I need the most help with. And that's kind of where I, where my shortfall is. And I didn't, if I would have really put some thought into that and my supervisor at the time was very much that over in that side of the house where she was logical and there were processes and, um, that's where she was. So we were complete opposites and that line of communication wasn't there. And I didn't make my effort to make the connection with, okay, this is what she's going to ask. These are the questions she's going to need. So, and you also can't expect people to know how you're feeling. So you have to realize that this is about you. This is your journey and you have to be open and understanding on other people and also realize that they might not understand where you're coming from and it might not be what you want, but you have to be open to that. And 
if you're offering any schedule changes or you're offering any big changes, make sure you're offering them on a temporary basis so that they can be reviewed at a certain time so that you're not leaving people with, this is what I want and this is the only thing I'm going to get. And this goes back to the don't of demanding time. Don't demand, put the proposal and be open to compromise, especially if it comes in with your work and what you're doing. And guess what? If none of that works and you are still super unhappy, go back through the process of your dream day and your dream life. Go back and reread it and then say, okay, well, the action steps that I took the first time aren't working. What other action steps can I take to get to where I want to be? And that's where I was. And I started, you know, I put in the proposals. They didn't work. I never put in for flexible time. All things that in hindsight, I'm like, I probably could have done all of these things which is why I'm teaching it to all of you so that you don't make the same mistakes I did. And one of the things that was really, I totally lost my train of thought. Anyway, be open to compromise and be open to shifting those tasks. So yes, there we go. When the new employee, you know, I put in a proposal for a new employee in our office, didn't go through. When that didn't, and I knew that I was getting more and more out of alignment with where I was, I started looking for new jobs. Okay, what is the next action step I can take? Okay, let me lean into my side hustle a little bit more. Let me start looking for new jobs. And I did. I started looking for new full-time jobs. And this all just kind of led me down this path. So don't ever hesitate. If a task you go, you know, you're taking an action step and it doesn't work out, that's not a failure. And that's what I mean when I say action breeds clarity. Action breeds clarity. The more action you take, then you learn something new and you can take another action step in, a, in another direction or in a further direction, but it helps you get clearer on truly what you want and where you want to be. So don't be afraid to take action. All right. So here, this quick recap of the six steps, know your values and your priorities, describing your dream life, dream day. Who are you in that dream life? How do you feel? What obstacles are currently in your way? And then what action steps can you take today? baby steps. All right. So I'm not sure why you showed up today. I'm grateful you're here. I don't know your reasons behind showing up today. Maybe you're exhausted and you're working your butt off and you're not seeing any results at work or at home. It could be you're constantly in a brain fog and you're always forgetting things. You know, those meetings you forgot to go to. <laughs> <That's> me. <laughs> maybe that's why you showed up today. Or maybe you just heard the buzz and excitement um, around how other people or you're seeing other people on social media being a working mom and they're making it work, and they're having success, and you wanted to see how you can make it work for you. Or perhaps you just wanted to hang out with me for a good hour. So either way, I'm glad you're here today. So stepping up, becoming who you are meant to be, it is amazing, and it can transform your life. So if you enjoyed these six steps, and you really feel like you got a ton of value, and you are done, you're just, you're ready to go to work, and you want to move forward, go. You don't need to hang out here any longer. You've gotten your steps. You are free to go. But if you're on this call and you're looking for more, you want a little bit more, you want to go a little bit deeper, you want to just learn some more information, hang around. I'm going to show you a great way to do that. And it can transform your life if you are open to it. You have to be open and willing to receive in order to have this. And I believe that if you've been on this call and you're ready to be a working mom who is feeling all these positive emotions, you're joyful, calm, present, grateful, whatever it is, and you want to be, feel all of these things at home and at work, then this is something you can start being right now. And trust me, again, if I can do it, you can do it. And again, this isn't about being an entrepreneur. It is about doing what works for you. And please remember Nothing today I shared with you is fluff. I'm not making this all up and saying, this might work if you try it. 
this is what I've done. These are the steps I followed. These are the lessons I've learned. I threw a little few extra lessons in there that I didn't do from what I've learned from my don'ts so that I could create alignment in my life, in my work, in my family. And that's what this journey for me was all, all about. And that is what creating time is all about. Creating time because you know your priority. So you know where you can put your, you know where you want to put all of your big rocks or you know where you, how you want to fill your bucket. Whatever phrase you want to use, it's possible, but you have to know who you are first and then you can make those steps. So it doesn't matter if you're up to your head in diapers or you're constantly bringing your kids like a chauffeur to one activity and another. It is all about the baby steps and taking action right now in this very moment. Some of the big benefits I found of creating more time as a working mom and really finding that alignment for myself, excuse me, I'm more present with my work. I found work that fulfills me and serves me. I'm more present with my kids. I'm more present, present, yes, because I have additional quantity of time with my kids, but really I don't. My, like my, my preschooler still goes to school five days a week and I could have kept him home, but I didn't. Like that's a priority for me. Like work is a priority for me, but I'm more present with them because I'm happier and I'm not stressed out. Sometimes I'm stressed out, but trust me, this is not a perfect situation but I also see less tantrums from my kids because I'm more present and I can really connect back with my values and my priorities. And when I do that, my kids respond. I'm happy and excited to do the work that I do. I'm happy to teach this information to you as a women's empowerment coach and creator of this program, but I'm also excited to work with nonprofits as a consultant and help them with their fundraising and their community events and their fundraising events. That stuff fills my bucket and and I enjoy it. And I'm feeling joyful, calmful, present, and grateful. Those are my core desired feelings. That is what I want. And I essentially want to help motivate and inspire people. That's all I want to do. So if there's one thing you can take away from today, it's that I realize that being happy as a working mom is truly possible. I look forward to showing this to anybody, teaching you and showing you that it's possible. If I can do it, you can do it. This process, what I've shared here in those six steps and what I share in the Stepping Up Become Who You Are Meant to Be program has changed my life. It is doable no matter your schedule. I did it when I was working full time, trying to build a side hustle and having a family and traveling. You can do it too. You can find alignment in work and life and you can transform your life to be the person you want to be if you are open to it. The key is being open to it. So you're here. What's the obvious question? How can you start taking these steps today? You can start with these six steps that I just gave you. And if you want to do more, you have a choice. You can continue on this journey the slow way through trial and error, just like I did. It took me well over a year to get to where I am at right now. It took me well over a year to decide to leave my job. It's a long journey because I had to piecemeal everything together. So you can either do it that way, which I don't recommend, or you can do it quickly by using what I teach in the Stepping Up Become Who You Are Meant to Be program that I've condensed down for you. Will not take you 12 months. So what is it? What is this program? It is an eight-week online group coaching program, and it walks you through these six, six steps and so, so, so much more. We're beginning on January 7th. When you join, you get lifetime access to all of the materials. There's a private Facebook group. We do one-on-one coaching calls. And again, if you sign up 
before Sunday the 23rd and you put down your deposit, you'll get, instead of four calls, you're gonna get six calls. So just think of that, six individual one-on-one -on -one calls with me. You also get, I will be doing a weekly live Q&A within the Facebook group, and you get the Facebook group of supportive women who are all in this, we're all in the same boat, we're all doing this together. You know, tribe is so super important, why do it alone when you can do it with other people? And you won't just have me encouraging you along the way, you'll have all of the other women in the group encouraging you as well. The program is literally designed to take you by the hand so that you can find fulfillment in your work and joy in your life. No missing steps, no confusion, no searching through which book to read, which podcast to listen to, what journal to do. I give it all to you. It is literally the quickest point, quickest way to get from a, point A to point B. That's it. So imagine, just imagine that dream life or dream day. You're showing up to work on time every day and you're looking presentable. You don't look like a hot mess every day. You actually might have time to do your hair. Who knows? You're present at your kids' sporting events, their activities. You have flexibility with your time. You have more date nights with your spouse. You're cooking dinner more often and it's not stressful. All you have to do is follow the steps and I want to show you how to master them. So here is the program. Eight weeks, tons of information. We're going to, you know, I talked about defining who you are in these steps here, but we really dive, dive, dive super deep. I give you so much more information about defining who you are, some additional exercises, additional journaling prompts, all of that is there for you. So defining who you are. Week number two, you're finding gratitude and thankfulness for your life as it is today. In week number three, we're going to take that dream day, that dream life, and we're going to expand on it. And we're going to really narrow down your goals and your dreams and what you want. And I give you, like I said, additional exercises, additional journal prompts, all of those things, videos, Q and A's. And this is where those calls come in so that you're not on your own doing it so that you can work through it. Sometimes it's good to verbally, you know, brain dump things and it feels really good. So for me, it does anyway, when you talk things out. Week number four, we face those obstacles. We lay out those obstacles. We look at them. We literally look them straight in the eye and we face them. We figure out what they are and how we can conquer them. Week number five is money. We spend an entire week on money blocks. What is stopping you from doing what you want to do? How are you financially keeping yourself from being where you want to be? Because you can change your financial situation. You can do it. And we spend an entire week on it. Week number six, taking action. We start taking those baby steps. And again, this is where those calls and that group comes in handy because you're not doing it alone. You're sharing it with people. Oh, I did this and this is how so-and-so reacted. Oh, I gave this proposal and they hated it. Now what do I do? Well, let's work through that together so that you're not on your own. Tribe, super, super important. Number seven, week, number week seven and eight. Eight is not on here, but seven and eight is manifesting your dreams living your intentions, taking that big, big dream and really taking those action steps one step further and really making it all happen. It's amazing what happens when you take action and an additional action and it teaches you something else and something new. So don't hesitate. We will walk through this together all through these eight weeks in this program. So how much is this eight weeks? It's amazing. Eight weeks going to cost you. You could hire a life coach I could help you one-on-one -on -one, and you and I both know that's going to cost you thousands of dollars. I hired a business coach this past year and yes, it cost me thousands of dollars. 
And if you have thousands of dollars and you want to go spend it on a one-on-one coach, I do that as well. Maybe I'm not the right fit for you. Maybe I am, but it's okay. I don't cost thousands of dollars though, but (laughs) not yet anyway, but I spent thousands of dollars. Now, granted, my life shifted in a whole new way. Without her, I don't think I'd even be teaching this workshop right now. But do you want to spend that money right now? You can have these shifts and these changes without a life coach. And what are you going to be paying? And not just in money, but in time to try to figure this out on your own. Like I said, this process that I'm sharing with you in eight weeks took me well over a year to compile and put together. And again, it involved a lot of emotions. So what I'm taking, what took me over a year, I'm condensing it into eight weeks for you. So imagine what you can do in eight weeks. Just imagine. What is this going to cost you? It's not going to cost you $2,000. It's not even going to cost you $1,000. It's the entire eight-week program with the six coaching calls, the Money Mindset Workshop, the Facebook group with the weekly live Q&As. It's just $397 for the eight weeks. You can deposit $97 by January, Sunday, January 23rd, and you get all, you get those two additional calls. You get those two additional calls valued at $297 and you get the money mindset training, but you have to give a deposit of $97 and then the remainder will be due. The $300 remainder won't be due until after the new year, because I know this time of year is really, really tough for people. So just a deposit, just a down payment, and then you pay the rest in the new year. You can find more information. The the link is down there, nikkigingrick.com, stepping up 2019. And I give you my 100% satisfaction guarantee. I'm not going to ask you to spend $400 and then you go through the program after eight weeks and you're like, I didn't learn a damn thing, Nikki. Like, this was stupid. You tell me that. You go through the program. You have to go through the program. That's a requirement. You have to go through the program and do the work. And if you go through it and you're totally not satisfied and you're like, this just wasn't good, I will give you a full refund. No worries. So here it is all laid out for you. The eight weeks, the coaching program valued at almost $1,200, the coaching calls valued at almost $300, the money mindset workshop at $57. You are getting all of this, a total value of $1,500 for $397. That's an $1,100 discount. And I'm offering it to you for this discount because I believe in the value of it, because I believe in the value of changing your life. And if I can do that for you in eight weeks, you bet your ass I'm going to make sure you can pay for it and do it. So it is just so, so super important to me. So at this moment, if there are any questions, I'm going to stop my screen share and ask any questions you have, put them in the chat box. I'm actually going to end the recording and we're just going to do the chat one-on-one here, but Thank you so much for joining me today for the live workshop on creating more time as a working mom. I am here for you always, whether you join the program or not, know that I'm always here for you. Make sure you're in our Facebook group. It's called Stepping Up for the Working Mom. Join. I'm in there actually every Sunday night sharing new information or whatever is kind of on my mind. I'm in there doing a live video for you. And that's all for free. So there's a ton of free content. If you want to dive deeper, the program, the Stepping Up Become Who You Are Meant to Be program is here for you. All right. NikkiGingrich.com slash Stepping Up 2019.